welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. I'm Rachel O'Brien, and this is the first time I'm actually introing myself, I think, in my podcast. My producer told me to do this because she didn't want me to seem like I didn't know what I was doing. So I'm doing it. What's up? This is so fun. We're back again. And uh, you know what? Even though I only have one sock puppet hand and one regular hand, I'm still going to do this every week, no matter what. Even if I was, I'm just trying to think of a scenario in which I couldn't do it, I would still do it. I would make someone hold the mic up to my mouth because I like to hear myself talk. And I hope you guys do too. Uh, I'm super excited about my guest. I know I always say that, but uh, this is like a very, very special friend to me. She, we became friends very fast and on uh, odd terms, but we realized quickly that we were, we, we were more alike than even like some of like most of our friends. And so we became close super fast. She is one of the smartest people I know, one of the most beautiful people I know. And I was in her wedding this year. Give it up for Katie Maloney. Ooh, I wanted you to keep going. Okay, it was so many compliments. And that's, why, she, that's why you came here. Go on. It was on. like great cheekbones, mm -hmm. beautiful bone structure, athletic figure, thick hair. What else? <laughs> Biz great businesswoman. Okay. Katie got a Katie got a new car today. Well, yeah, I've had it for a week. Officially. Oh, it's been a week. Oh, yeah, it's, that's true. I did see it on Snapchat. Yeah, obsessed. Katie got a fancy car. Yeah, I feel Katie adult. got something I mean, in the Range Rover family. Yeah, an entry level into the, well, no, the I was Land gonna, Rover family. No, I was just. I, no, no, I was trying to like not. Uh, brag for you so people didn't think that you were bragging i was trying to downplay it well i have been trying to downplay my bragging just just because it just feels like such like a yeah. there's it's so exciting. many there's so but there's so many problems in the world the last thing people need to hear about is my new car that's a good point you know what i'm saying good point yeah and you're successful so you don't want to like rub in people's faces i brag about what i have because like i rent most of it you know and so hey. <laughs> so i you know, I feel it's like I can lease. brag about it. Well, it's technically renting, as is mine. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I always get things at discounts. John, what are you doing, buddy? Okay. <laughs> John Leaf is uh, aimlessly roaming around the apartment. This is the first time he's been in the apartment during a podcast. And if he can actually stay in one room and not interrupt, it will be a miracle. Um, okay. So this is back to my car. Just kidding. Okay, anyways, back to your car. <laughs> uh, no. It's so pretty. It has a it has a full like is it sky what is it called it's like a moon roof I feel a like moon you know, roof. it's like the cars in Jurassic Park yes mm -hmm. so you can see dinosaurs yeah but in L A you just see smog and uh, like t telephone lines pretty much yeah and palm trees and palm trees but no stars the the view out of my bedroom uh, window is mostly telephone lines on top of apartment buildings with uh, satellites on them it's lovely I looks like a tenement. Is that the right word? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't what know. does tenement mean? I think it's like a makeshift uh, like a living situation in a borough, but I might be wrong. Please don't tweet me and it, say I'm ignorant. It sounds like I already just, know that I am. It sounds like you just repeated the entire like Webster's Dictionary. It did sound like that, that, but I've never read it. If I'm really that smart and I just knew the definition, then hats off to me I, I i feel like i have a good uh, impressive lexicon but that's a word i'm not oh my god you with. said lexicon yeah the fuck does that mean it's like vocabulary Ugh, god that's not really my strongest suit i was good at math i don't know 
Um, okay, so we're going to start this off. I wanted to do something. So I go to uh, improv at Second City, and when we start off class, we do, they literally just make us, they play these stupid games where we just say words, basically. But this is going to be more advanced than that because no one wants to hear you just say words and, like, uh, rattle off whatever. So I'm just going to ask you questions, and this is going to be, like, uh, just off the top of your head, whatever you think, without thinking of it, because that is most likely what you're really thinking. The first word that comes to mind. Yeah, or sentence. Oh, there might be longer questions. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. All right. Would you rather watch The Hangover or The Notebook? The hangover. Wear jeans or a dress? Jeans. Most, use, most overused emoji? The cry laughing one. Yeah, that one's... Or eat. the thumbs up, either one. Ah, I never use the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know why? Because I feel, I feel like they gave you so many options about the colors of the hand that I was afraid to seem racist, and I didn't Ugh. want to, like, make my hand too white or too whatever, and so it made me uncomfortable to use hand emojis. I feel like there was a decision I had to make. I was like, am I, what am I doing here? I, I, the, the, the logic behind that is great. I think it's beautiful, but it's great, but it stressed me out. I was it, like, I don't even want to choose the one because I, don't, I feel like, I don't know. I didn't want to choose it. Yeah, I think I went with the, the, second, to the second option, not the white, white. The olive skinned one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think I just chose the white out of laziness, even though I would fall more under olive skin. I don't know. This is going to go racist quickly because... Um, okay. Biggest well, pet peeve. <laughs> you, you wanted to avoid the, the racist thing and then you... Okay. Ariana would hate that. Uh, all right. Biggest pet peeve. Um, okay. Specifically cereal. But when I can hear people... Cereal is your biggest okay, pet no, no, peeve? No, no, no. Okay. Let me... I, that, was, I was, that was a preface. But uh, when people are chewing with like their mouth full and like trying to talk and I can hear the, the crunching... And I, I don't like to hear people eat. And eating cereal is the worst because it's a mixture of like sloshing around and crunching. Ew, you're and right. Swallow. It's, it is, and it's especially... And the swallowing so aggressive because it's hard and soft and it's... Have you ever like been around someone that like is eating with a runny nose? Oh my God. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, because they're like chewing and then they're... <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, I can't... Although I, can't. I have runny noses a lot because I have allergies, but... Uh, I don't eat cereal, so I might be in the clear. Yeah, that's the most simple. I have a lot of pet peeves, but that is the first Wait, one. Wait, give me another one. Oh, gosh. Um, when people don't use their signals, their cars. Oh, yeah, that's just like a safety thing. And it, you know, it, it, it helps the people behind them know, especially when yeah. they're trying to make a right-hand turn and they're slowing down for no reason. I'm like, oh, maybe if I knew that you were turning, I would have avoided being behind your ass. Like, there's a, there's a way to communicate to Good other point. drivers, which is really simple. It's, it's not a safety thing. It's, it's communicating with other drivers. All right. I like that. And with that also is people that, like, drive insanely fast and weave in and out of traffic. Well, I don't like that either. No. What's but my biggest pet peeve? I don't like messiness. I don't like clutter. How do you ever come to my house? Your house is so clean and nice. What do you mean? I feel like it's always... Well, I, I, I like neatness, but I feel more comfortable when there's just like little bits of clutter. Organized Some people are like that. Clutter. Yeah, I, that's, just, I, that's just how I am. I think John would prefer more clutter, but he feels like he's in like a, like, a, like a scary state of hell being around me and living with me because I like freak out if there's anything out. Yeah. Like I apologized for the two boxes when you walked in the room, even though the room is pretty sparse. <laughs> it's pretty sparse. Yeah. Well, Tom, Tom, did, I've tried to tell him that there's places for everything. And then when yeah. you need it, you can just go right to it. But sometimes he just needs to see everything. 
Oh, like, that's how John is. It's like, just like he needs to know he owns these things. He needs to know that he paid for them and he owns them and they're still his friends. <laughs> so he wants exactly. them in, in, in plain eyesight. Yeah, even though, yeah, on the Tom's bedside table... And I, I'm guilty of this too of letting things pile up. But like he he will distrig- uh, strategically uh, display things, <laughs> even though even though there's a compartment, and even like in the drawer, like under a bed, we have one of those storage drawers. Uh-huh. Rather than using a, like, the amount of like depth, like, yeah. space that we have, like he will fill this entire sur- like bottom surface with stuff, but it'll be all neatly organized, and then I'll throw his stuff on in that drawer and he'll get mad and like well d- dude you're not you're using 10 percent of that drawer right now <laughs> what does he put on his nightstand he, he likes to display all of his really nice like kyle chan necklaces which i can appreciate but then oh, he needs nice. to have like ev- like random crunkly dollar bills and like poker chips like little trinkets he little these, trinkets like, yeah he, he's a little tchotchkes that he leaves lying around and just you know you can't just like what, he sounds like he's in a rapper video he's got he, he puts out his gold necklaces his <laughs> dollar bills and his poker chips yeah, yeah. oh god i never like thought 50 about cent. that one. well also <laughs> just like the, the 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 headphones don't need to just be strewn next to the bed on the floor like you can just like yeah. wrap them up and just Good put point. them in a little cabinet and it takes no time just to like open up the cabinet and grab it yeah i'm someone who who's like Outside space is clean, but I have like drawers full of crap. It's just for me, as long as it's in a drawer and I don't know it exists, it doesn't bother me. Are you but like, that, that, that irritates a lot of people. Are you like, uh, you know, Monica and Friends, how she has the closet that's really messy and it's like a <laughs> yes. secret? Oh, yeah, because she's a neat freak. Yes. Yeah. That's me. Okay. Yeah. I can't fit anything <laughs> in my closet. <sighs> I was texting you guys about uh, two missing dresses. And Kristen was like, I told you I didn't have them. I was like, but I can't find them. And then today I started putting stuff in a box to put in storage. And I was like, oh, there they are. Okay. Oops. Yeah, they're still there. <laughs> All right. Spirit animal. Actor you know or someone, I guess, or like whatever. Well, I would like to say like my grandma. Okay. Or, oh, or God, your grandma's my spirit animal. I know, but people are like, you need an animal. But then I'm like, All right. Uh, butter oh, do you actually or need Gordo? An oh, do you actually need an animal for it? I don't know. I like I like referring to people as my spirit animals. Yeah, that's what I thought it meant. My spirit people. I'm not really up on pop culture, but I thought spirit animal meant like person in pop culture that you like. Well, I think that's the the adopted. Uh, uh, thing, oh, but like the, the Native American term was meant for spirit animals, and not one of the Kardashians, as in sometimes four-legged species or insects. Or Inse- I think all like. I'm definitely not choosing an insect. Without a butterfly. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I, I don't want to be one, but I, I like that's a strong choice. I could fuck with the butterfly. So you would choose Gordo and Butter? You can't just choose your animals. Well, have okay, you so met not choose them? an animal. Have you met Gordo? They're adorable. Have you met Butter? Well, maybe uh, not Gordo, Butter. I mean, listen, Butter, I love Butter. I have a special bond with Gordo because Gordo. he's weird and I like him. Uh, yeah, That's maybe not butter. I just didn't want to be, like be choose one or the other. I mean, I can't. But in this particular, yeah, Gordo. Yeah, exactly. I have a I have a kinship with Gordo. He's like grumpy and like, but sometimes happy. But he just kind of likes to chill and just like judge people with his like lower teeth. And I kind of feel like that about myself. Yeah. His he's underbite. Got, he's got the eyes of a great ape. It's how, you're right. And the face of an angel. He's he's an angel. I do belly love Gordo. Belly is the head of a lion. Oh my god, they're so cute. Okay, guys, <laughs> if the sound sounds weird, it's because I'm using my sock puppet to hold the mic as I scroll up on my questions. All right, uh, if money was no object, what would you do to spend your day all day? Wait, can I say my spirit animal is your cast sock puppet? Sorry. Absolutely. Okay, good. Felix, the hand <laughs> puppet. I just named him Felix right now. I miss the blue camo. I do too, but I keep having to have it changed every week, and then this week they just went with this color, and I was like, all right. 
standard, yeah, standard cream, you know? It can blend with the fall outfits I can't wear. I don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. If money was no object, what would you do all day? Probably spend it at a spa. <laughs> you so would. You're <laughs> such a spa whore. Katie goes to the spa all the time. Yeah. A do you spa, just, do followed you just, by Sephora, but yes. Do you just go back there to see if you can see Justin Bieber? Be honest. I mean... Because he was there once when Tom <laughs> went. Explain the story. Oh, and he was there once when I went. You, he was oh, there when oh, you went? Oh, Mike. Okay, so... All right. Yeah, so, so vote is why Katie's I was... Katie's a like, pedophile and she has a crush on Justin Bieber. I'm not a pedophile. Well, He's 21 years old. 22, actually. Well... You know what? Okay. Listen. Well, well. So I'm obsessed with Voda Spa. It's like this Russian spa in West Hollywood, but it's amazing. It it's, is amazing. I, I love. Mean, I'm obsessed with they it. They have too. a restaurant bar in there. Like that's where I belong. And yeah. You um, go to the spa in a robe, and then you can go to the bar, drinks a little bit, then get a massage, then go back to the like hot tub and pools, then go back to the bar. It's the it's best all day event. It's for to spend a hangover. They should awesome. make an Olympic event for it. I would. I would take gold in every you actually would. category. If, yes. they, if they made that one. All right. So explain. I may have. But actually, it's funny that you mentioned it because I was there last night. But anyways. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, yeah. So so Tom and Tom went to the spa. This was at the beginning of the summer. And um, they saw Justin Bieber. And I thought they were fucking with me when they're like, oh, uh, Justin Bieber's here. And I'm like, ha ha. You're so funny. Like, I just I don't, I don't know why, but I never pictured Justin yeah. Bieber going there. I feel like he would be at like. He would have the four seasons or something. Yeah, or he would have spa. the spa come to him. I just yeah. hello. Um, but no, like he actually was. So I was like, oh my God, that's that's so not fair. And I was just it, it it was not fair. And so yeah, I mean there was a couple times where I was like, Well maybe he frequents there. Like who knows? So he was then there, Katie he was bought there, a lifetime membership to the spa. He he was there <laughs> like midweek, middle of the day, which is sometimes when I go because I don't Neither have Neither you and Justin Bieber have jobs. I don't have an like yeah. adult job. So uh so, yeah, there have been times where I, like, have gone there and been, like, maybe you'll be there. But there was one time where I was just, I had, it had, like, this, like, issue, this, like, pinched nerve or something messed up with my neck. I oh, couldn't, I remember that. Yeah, I couldn't move. So, when you're planning your wedding. Yes. Anyways. So, and so I, I was just like, you know what? Fine, screw it. I'm just going to call and make um, a massage appointment because, like, I can't deal with this anymore and I just need someone to work it out for me. And so I'm looking at a particular shade of, like, not hot that day. Like, just, like, hair up, like, pimples just out. Okay, I've never nothing. seen one pimple on your face, but whatever. Nothing. Light of my listeners. Okay, well, fine. Maybe there wasn't pimples. I'm just trying to paint a picture of just, yeah. like, how scrubbish I it was. It wasn't her best day, but. I, yeah, whatever. I was wearing a shirt that said Aloha's for lovers. Okay, well, that was your first <laughs> That was your first mistake. And uh, yeah, I looked I looked like a female like Tom Shorts. So <laughs> so I like go and I wasn't going to I was just there by myself. So I wasn't going to do the full hangout thing. So I check in like uh, I got there like right before my massage started, which was the biggest mistake because I, I got there and I check in and I turn around to go up the stairs. And right when you go up, to, up the stairs to the women's locker room, there's a, a that's where the entry doorway to the bar is. Mm-hmm. And as I'm going towards the steps out from the restaurant area walks justin bieber did you shriek like a 14 year old girl i there there was my face gave it away for sure and like i kind of like made this like quick eye contact with him and then really like remembered what i looked like and just like put my head down and bolted up the stairs as fast as possible and i was like He's going in the hot tub. Like, why did I get here so late? Why did I not bring my bathing suit? Why am I not making out with him in the hot tub? This is the worst. So, 
Yeah, so that was the one time that I uh, actually, for the moment, when I got out of my car and I was walking. Well, because before I walked in, I did see some like paparazzi dude hanging around. And, I'm oh. like, and I was like, haha, what if Justin Bieber was here? And he was fucking there. I can't believe Ooh. you saw him after they saw him. What are the odds? Well, meaning, meaning, like, I mean, whatever, I guess he frequents there a lot. Well, that's also, like, I had been staring because I didn't have my contacts in one time when I went, and I was kept staring at this guy, like, full on, just staring at him like a psychopath. And I was like, God, this guy looks like Colin Farrell. Like, damn, like, he's really hot. Like, I love this guy. And then uh, <laughs> Tom and I go to get a drink at the bar because, hello. Uh, <laughs> because we're Tom and Katie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that guy in there looked like Colin Farrell. And he's like, that is Colin Farrell. And I was like, oh. Okay, Tom, you know all the celebrities that go there. Well, now, no, I just, I couldn't tell because I didn't have my contacts in. So I couldn't really, like, mm-hmm. which also is one of the bad things when you want to lurk on people in public. What? Ha- not having contacts? Yeah, because you can't see if they're looking at you. I don't understand. I've never had contacts. What do you mean? What are the contacts blinding from? Well, when I don't have my contacts in and I'm staring at someone, I can't see if their eyes are looking at oh, me. So, so, so I'm you just, can't tell if you look creepy. So I'm staring. They could be looking at me. I can't tell if their their eyes are towards me oh. or towards something. I, I, I can't really tell. God, what a handicap. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but you saw Justin Bieber. You guys locked eyes. But yes. now you're married. So, I mean, I don't know if you have a hall pass anymore. Always and forever. You do? <laughs> sure. No way. I would never, th- dude. I would never act on that. Are you kidding I me? I know. I'm just joking. Um, and unless d- he grows his hair out, I'm not. No. Is it different being married? Like then, then, then you and Tom. How long have you and Tom been together? Uh, we've been together for six years. And did anything change once the vows were made at the most beautiful fucking wedding ever? And by the way, I'm not just saying that. No one, like, we all keep saying that. And it's not, like, just to make, like, our, like, you feel good. Because I don't even really like weddings. For the most part, they kind of annoy me. And I feel like they make people feel uncomfortable. It (laughs) was literally the most beautiful wedding ever. I wouldn't have changed a thing. I have to agree with you. Not just because it was mine. But even I, that there was times, like, during the reception and the ceremony, I, like, stood back. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe this is my wedding. It was incredible. What, like... What did I, I did, I've done something in right that like, or something. Yeah, no. I've done something right in life that I was, you know, blessed with this like fairy tale wedding. It's true. I think they, I think you guys deserved it because you're good people. And I, and you guys like, uh, I think you guys are meant for each other. Thanks. Well, yeah. I, I think the not most everyone rem- that gets married is meant for each <laughs> other. So that is actually a compliment. That is true. I think the most remarkable part of like the wedding and how amazing it was is that it was planned in a very short period of time yeah we were all worried i was like ah she's not really asking us we were bridesmaids you know who we are um and katie wasn't like asking us for help and i kept trying to offer help and i was confused and i was just like there's no way this is going to work out like i i don't understand how she's doing not that i've ever planned a wedding but well but you didn't ask for help. You did it quickly, and you weren't. You did not seem that stressed about it. Well, it was also the venue. The venue um, really like the coordinators, and it was they had like all the rentals stuff there, so I didn't have to outsource too much. So that there were so many like little details that. But you were unbelievably were chill about it. Well, I th- that's the, that's the thing is like I wanted. Because everyone kept saying it's going to, like, be here and then gone. And I'm like, that is really tragic, especially with how much planning goes into it. I was like, I want to be present. I want to soak up every 
morsel every second that it is. So, yeah, um, yeah I worked my ass off leading up to it. Because also I'm the master procrastinator. So mm-hmm. for me, having to plan uh, a wedding like that in such a short period of time is actually kind of more high work. Because even if I started planning like a year in advance, it still would have been the same thing. It yeah. still would have been the 12 right. weeks up to the wedding. I would have started doing everything I needed to do. But... Um, so I wanted to make sure everything was taken care of and handled by the time we got there. So when I did get there, it was just, I was just there to enjoy it and soak it in. And that's what it seemed like. And that's what made it so great is that you were just, you guys were just enjoying your wedding. Mm -hmm. So is it, is it different being married? Is it, is, did anything change or, cause you guys were already living together before. Right. And, And I never, I didn't think that it would change. I'm like, well, okay, we've, we've known that we were going to get married one day. We've lived together. We've been together for a long ass time. Like how, what, what could actually change, but what changes is almost inexplicable just because it's more of like this feeling that you get. And it's, it's, it is in some way, it's a, it's a very calming, ex- but also exciting feeling where you just That's feel cool. like now it's because what they say, like when you meet the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, you can't wait to start the rest of your life. So yeah. it does, it does feel like, like almost we've been like recharged. Like there's this like almost That's like so a new cool. lease on life where it's just like, yeah, now like you can talk about those things that you want later down in life more about like being more present. I mean, we, we're not going to have kids anytime soon, but when we talk about having kids, it's a lot different than before. That's so cool. Because now you, you know, you know, legally, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, because you were there. You have to sign a paper to leave me now. So. Yeah, that, uh, that, that it is for forever. And it's, it's really cool, actually. Like, really? Re- like, yeah. It, it's, Do you it's feel like you guys are happier? I mean, not that. Yeah, not, not that getting married. It's the same thing. Like, having a baby doesn't fix a relationship, and getting married doesn't fix relationships. I certainly but don't think having a baby fixes any relationship. Hell but. no. But, but, yeah, I think we had... I mean, the last six years hasn't been sunshine and roses, and even the last six but months what, hasn't but been, but it, it, it... But that's what makes you guys you. And right. that's what makes every fucking couple themselves, because well, no, no one's that's the sunshine only, and roses. Well, I mean, the, the only thing that promotes growth is challenge. It's true. And the only way to challenge is... Or the only way to, uh, to grow is to face those challenges head on, and that's yeah. exactly what we had to do. I totally agree with you. I... I don't like hearing people say, you know, uh, I'm just thinking about like people posting on Facebook or, or just even friends that, that, that you know, uh, no one's perfect, but people just be like, I can't even like believe like my, my boyfriend or my husband has just saved me and he's my soulmate and everything is always perfect and my day is brighter. It's like, no, it's fucking not. Like he no. leaves the toilet seat up and sometimes he doesn't like take out the trash. Like, and you get in fights. Like, that's what really happens. Like, I hate yeah. people that, like, over... And I, I like that you and Tom were never like that. No, and I, I don't like the people that are like, we never fight. Like, we've literally... Well, we've, then we've, you are robots. We've bickered and we fought. Like, yeah, Tom and I have fought to the point that we didn't know if we'd make it. We fought to yeah. the point where other people didn't think we should make it. And But the thing is, and the thing that's remained is, like, and it doesn't even matter how quote-unquote perfect your relationship is what you think it is if your yeah. commitment to your relationship is that's the strong point. and yeah. mutual then that's all that it takes yeah i agree that's like my 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 theory on relationships is i don't i don't think people have like soulmates for example like i think that when you see you know when you know girls that are like oh, you found my soulmate and i'm like everything's gonna be perfect it's like go jump off of a <laughs> short step i'm not gonna say a cliff 
<laughs> but like when you see like an old couple together, like they weren't soulmates. I'm sure it's like they worked hard to like stay together and like go through stuff and they go through all the stuff that happens in life. And that all that stuff takes work. It wasn't just like. It wasn't just magic and roses. Well, yeah, because it's the people that are. I think it's almost better. Well, it's the people that aren't conditioned with those things and haven't been through them that when they are faced with them, that they just think that's the biggest detriment and like, how do we bounce back from this? And we can't because now our relationship is tainted. We're not perfect anymore. I gotta find someone else because it's not gonna work out. You know, like unfortunately, infidelity is 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 sad and it's unfortunate, but it is reality. Yeah. It's we're I believe that we are at the base the core of it all. We're animals and yeah. there's instincts there that, that can I think not anything be can happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it, literally no relationship is perfect. Whether it's like something like infidelity or uh you know addiction or uh definitely don't stay with someone for abuse. I'm not gonna advocate that one. No. Uh, but like no but uh you know in-laws you don't like and things like that like things things happen and and it's more about the, your commitment to the person if you think you can work it out well yes it's also like what what is most important to you what what are you going to subscribe to in life and what are you going to forget about especially like big picture and also mm-hmm. how healthy is your your attitude about relationships and that's just it's not like again it's not saying like well you know, unfortunately, like abuse. Well, it's like, oh, well, he, he, there's no justifying that. But it's like when you are able to accept the fact that like no one is perfect and mm-hmm. the reality is this. And as long as you're not in denial about like serious yeah, issues, yeah. you know, that yeah, certainly don't. Good. Yeah, certainly don't uh, uh, deny that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But at the same time, like I, I hate when people think like, oh, my God, since it's not oh my, he didn't do the right thing or she didn't do the right. Like I hate when people think just because it's not perfect that it's not meant to be. Right, I don't know. I think t- things take work. Oh, oh it's a- like any it's career like, takes work. Any relationship it, takes work. Well, it's like they say, um, love and relationships are not effortless; they're effortful. Good point. You know, and that's you guys had good vows that, like, that, that documented <laughs> all that. Well, you guys will see it on Vanderbilt Rules. We're not going to talk about it anymore because maybe we'll get in trouble if we do. I doubt Robert listens to my podcast. <laughs> We've said enough. No. We have said enough. I'm, I'm pretty good about not giving things away because sometimes you just got to see it for yourself. What's the point of me telling you all about it? Spoiler alert, it's going to be great. <laughs> Maybe not everything leading up to it, but it's going to be great. <laughs> but le- the parts leading up to it are still important. Yeah, they're important. It's All that shit's important. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> Everyone will know about it later. All right. Did you watch the Emmys? I did not. Neither did I. Well, but I watched highlights. Um, Why didn't you watch the Emmys? What were you doing on Sunday night? Oh, yeah, you went to. Oh, you were doing Emmy parties. No, <laughs> please. W- wasn't cool. Soho House that? Oh no, that was something different. Uh, no, yeah, we just we had planned like a Sunday fun day at Soho House in Malibu. Okay, so why didn't you watch the Emmys? Because I was at Soho House in Malibu. Because <laughs> you were hammered. Listen, I didn't watch uh. the Emmys either. Uh, yeah, no. I like I, rarely watch TV, so there was no. I I did I did watch some um, highlights, especially because I you know mostly I was I was wanting to check in about you know some of my shows. Yeah. And then obviously because my my buddy my bestie uh, Stephanie Cornelius in her was show Mr. Robot was nominated a bunch of times. It's and, so cool. Uh, 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 Rami, the lead actor, won for best outstanding That's lead. That's so cool. Actor, so or best break, uh, sunny breakout actor, or something like that. But yeah, no, that was exciting. And she also, by the way, made the uh, Vogue's top ten best dressed. She was, yeah, Good she for was her. number like eight, I think, or nine. I gotta look at yeah, this. She well, was she's stunning. She looked 
amazing. Yeah, she's... I um, mean, she never looks bad, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> she always looks amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I didn't really watch them either because I don't watch TV enough. Um, because, I don't know, I guess I'm always working or cleaning my house like an OCD weirdo. <laughs> but I did watch some highlights. I watched the Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon won for... Best comedy actress or best actress? She's the first, uh, isn't she the first actor to win for the performance on SNL? I think so. Yeah. That's and what she was adorable and she looked beautiful, but her speech was awesome. It was so cool. I, I, yes. I can't deal with like comedy things, obviously. Like, maybe, like it makes me so sensitive and like that was so cool for a, for a girl to win for the first time. Are you correct on that? It was the first SNL one? Yes. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was not. I, I think the first actor, period, not just female actor. That's insane. Actor. That's amazing. I never pay attention to things. I literally, like, okay, so <laughs> I, um, my, one of my, like, one of my, like, close, like, one of my best friends who I went on tour with is uh, Jill Kimmel. She's Jimmy Kimmel's little sister. And, like, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, she was in town. I don't know. We were hanging out doing comedy, whatever. And she told me that she was going to the Emmys. I was like, that's awesome. Like, i got to help you plan your office. She's like, yeah, Jimmy's going to bring us. I was like, oh, Jimmy must be nominated. Like, I'm sure that's how she's going. Like, uh, in oh, my head, you didn't just even like, know that he was yeah. hosting? I literally did not know until <laughs> Emmy Sunday. And I was like, i got to help you plan your outfit. Like, t- t- having her send me photos of it. Just thinking, like, that's so cool. Because Jimmy brings his family to everything. It's always, <laughs> not brings them, but like, that's all part of his show and, and his chick yeah. or whatever. And so I love that family man in this this Hollywood crazy industry that he's a family man. There's not enough. He's a really good person. Like I think like the way she talks about him and he's so in love with his wife. Do you know that his wife? So his uh, he was married before, but his but like when he was really young, when he was coming up, and the wife that he's married to now worked on his show. She's his producer, and they had done this like staff meeting, and uh, this is before they had gone out. They were maybe flirting. And they had asked, uh, it was something like, let's get to know each other and say, like, three of our favorite foods or whatever, right? <laughs> and so Jimmy was, like, in love with his, this woman already. And so they were saying three of their favorite foods. And eventually he got uh, the nerve to ask her on a date. And so the first date that he asked her on, he invited her to his house and made her three favorite foods. He remembered it. And he made them himself. Oh, my gosh. He's like a goosebumps. Yeah, he's, like, a really good person. Oh, well, you know his mom made 7,000 <laughs> peanut butter and jellies. Oh, I know her well. She's a fantastic with woman. With the, the note that was so cute. I, I mean... They're a cute family. That's how he gets most of his, his, his bits is off of the family. But anyways, <laughs> I did not know. I was like, oh, Jill's going to the Emmys. I guess Jimmy got her a ticket. I did not even realize until the day <laughs> of that he was hosting. That's amazing. Yeah. So I hope I love you, Jill. Jill's done my podcast. Yeah, the, their, their family's awesome. I, I think the people that... Well, that Jill, are, you were very lucky to belong to such an awesome family. Well, she's, she's awesome, too. She's a well, comic. Well, I said awesome family. In yeah, all inclusive. That's true. Good that point. Involves her. Yeah, good point. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> very good point. Yeah, he's he, he always uses like aunts and uncles and stuff in his bits. Um, but yeah, what was I gonna say? You should have my grandma on. Speaking of, I would love to have your grandma <laughs> on my podcast. That would be that would be a dream. <laughs> She'd be hilarious. Yeah, Katie's grandma is. It's like Sophia Loren meets. Um, uh, like Carol Burnett, and <laughs> there's, she's hilarious. Like she's funny. Uh, that's she uh, speaks her mind. She like is is so she's not reserved. She doesn't. I don't think when I say she likes to drink, it's, she doesn't. She's not drunk at all. It's like she drinks around us because well, we drink a lot. You know, uh, same bloodline here, folks. Yeah, but well, like I'm, it's it's weird. I'm such my mom and my grandma 
combined combined like yeah, because I, your mom is really thoughtful like you and like and it just i just like my mannerisms and some of the, the thing like my mom was like support she always had to drive she yeah. always, like and then I, I catch myself doing certain little things and i'm like oh my god i'm my mother but then i'm so much like my grandma who's always been very like free thinking and yeah. like, free spirit and everything that i'm like my mom is super traditional yeah i think you're a lot like your dad too he's a goofball but i like your dad <laughs> i bonded with your dad a lot at the wedding well, I think I definitely got my dad's body. <laughs> Dude, did you? He's got long legs. Oh, yeah, I guess and so. And it's like, well, I mean, I definitely think my mom, my, of course, my mom is five, f- five, I think. Yeah, she's little, but you're a lot taller than your dad, your mom, and your grandma. Well, yeah, but, you know. Whatever. I'm built like my dad. I, okay, well, I'm not really picturing that, but uh, but that's... I know that's, I know, you can't really picture it that way. But uh, I is. do have my dad like my dad's legs, though, so I do get that. We get it from And his papa. broad shoulders. God damn it, I have his shoulders, too. I mean, I, you know what? But we got to embrace those broad shoulders, because they make us more They make statuesque. us have smaller waists. Well, you know... Listen, if I'm my shoulders looking, get bigger... I'm still waiting for that smaller waist to come. I'm not saying I have it. I'm saying the optical illusion is, if the shoulders get bigger, the waist is only going to look smaller. Not that I'm trying to grow my <sighs> shoulders. I'm not trying to join the Rams. I know they're back here, but I know. Yeah. Do you watch football? Um, not like, not like. Oh, it's Sunday. Like football's on. But uh, you know, Tom is a. He went to Florida State, and so like he has like a team. And I don't really have a team. That's why I'm kind of like, you know, now that LA has yeah, a Utah team, a I should adopt. There. Well, we do have the Utah Jets, but I well, should. Well, should you're ad- like Oregon. We have the Portland Trailblazers. Not much else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so but I'm now it's like I, I i yeah i want to adopt the rams i want to go to a game i want to get the hat and the maybe jersey and like totally get involved but there's the florida state on the college end of things and so i feel like i'm an honorary member of the you know the seminoles i yeah. even know the chant i don't really want to hear it but you t- f-l-o-r-i-d-a s-t-a-t-e florida state florida state florida state that was actually, uh, that was bearable. <laughs> I was a cheerleader, so. Were you a cheerleader? I know. You don't seem like the type to be a cheerleader. That's what I hear. But you know what? It's funny because most of the girls that I cheered with in high school were not the type that were cheerleaders. I mean, yes, some, but like not really. That's awesome. I didn't know you were a cheerleader. Yeah, we were bad cheerleaders, though. No, we were good, but like we would have like, uh, we'd put like Baileys in our like hot chocolate. Well, who didn't? <laughs> games. Listen, I was in band class and I definitely well, put vodka in my Well, only because it was water bottle. Uh, during winter time, mm-hmm. it was cold and we couldn't uh, stunt because we had to wear gloves and you can't really just, you know, it was so we No, I don't know. I never stunted. Had, the only thing we used to do was, or the only thing we could do to uh, keep warm was bounce around and like clap and drink, uh, you know, coffee or Listen, hot chocolate with Bailey's. I don't you got through it. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> but we didn't, we, it was never to excess, but it was just fun because then we would go to a party afterwards and then, you know. Yeah. Mine wasn't, drink my, mine wasn't to excess either. Uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> so I want this, the theme of this podcast to be about what, when people watch Vanderpump Rules and see Katie, what, like, you're portrayed on the show in a certain way, what they wouldn't know about you. Like, I think a lot of, I feel like a lot of your storylines, well, not this season. Spoiler alert. We don't know. We haven't seen Rachel, it. Rachel, shut up. God. We don't not, know. We haven't seen this I'm season I'm not under yet, contract, Rachel. so I can say stuff, but just stop saying stuff. Yes. But up until this season, it was a lot of, like, your storyline was a lot of just, like, reacting off of other people. And it wasn't a lot about, like, the Katie story. 
feel like the season might be the Katie story, but what would you want people to know about you oh. that isn't portrayed on the show? I don't, I mean, it's, it, I can't just generalize this, but this is something that's always bothered me. And even my family and people that know me really well, that they say, like, why do they make you look like a sheep or that you have, like, no voice or no opinion? Like, why, and, you know? And Because you're I, certainly not a sheep. Uh, no, I'm not. You're like it's one of the most vocal. Exactly, but sometimes I, I don't know. I don't because I I don't have as big as personality. So even though I'm vocal, mm -hmm. the way I'm presenting my opinions or my argument or whatever it may be is not quite as intense as someone else. So someone else might have the same argument as me, but because they're more extreme about it. Yeah then me sharing that opinion now makes me look like I'm easily persuaded or I just go along with what everyone thinks when even the, when I might have been the first I might have been the first one to come up with that theory or that opinion but because someone else's um delivery their execution of it was stronger that I now look like I'm the one that's like agreeing with them all it's the so time true. and I'm like because wait a minute <laughs> no I like I think I I think I uh, arrived at that before anyone else but because I didn't like literally make a scene about it and lose my mind and fucking burn every bridge along the process that it it, it it was became very easy to make it look like I was the follower and I was just always agreeing with people. I don't think you, uh, I mean, I guess I, I'm not thinking of the show, but in real life, you're not a follower at all. Like, I, I feel like know. you're the most vocal, actually, of our friend no, group. No, like any one of our friends would say I'm You're the most vocal. I'm, absolutely. But that sometimes the the way I vocalize things does not translate to val uh, reality TV. Well, so fair well. enough. Either it's would not, mine. It's not heightened. It's not intense. It's not the. Maybe it's. It's sometimes I feel like it's a little too rational or something. Too you know. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm, I'm Sometimes that. I'm completely irrational. But they always need a straight character. But but uh, but yeah. I mean, it's it's been hard sometimes. Think you know. And Kristen Sasse joke all the time that we uh, you know because people. <laughs> It's become this like common popular belief that we share a brain and I can't come up with any of my own decisions and I just just do whatever Stasi or Kristen it's tell so me to do. True. And I the only think it's frustrating is when people on the show or even off the show, but mostly on the show, uh, go along with that belief when they know that that's not me and it's not true. But, you know, I think just because it'll make them write an, an argument just to say like, oh, well, now that, you know, Saucy's back, you can't make a decision for you. Like, or something like that. I don't know. No, I, I don't think, no, I, I agree with that. I don't think so, that, if um, I, if I, I literally think you're like the most vocal of our friends. Maybe, nah, well, Kristen. Well, it's just maybe, vocal, vocal in which way? Am I, am I just like talking? You're vocal in your opinion and your emotion about something. Kristen is vocal just about everything. It doesn't <laughs> matter if, it really bothers her that much, but that is what makes her sweet, though. Is she does take on other people's causes. However, yes, of course. But, but you're very vocal about how you feel about situations. And I'm. I also. It's. It's not even that, but also I am 
perfectly capable of assessing a situation and arriving at my own opinion on my own. I don't need, I mean, sometimes I, I don't think, I mean, maybe in the past you followed, I don't think you follow Stassi well, at all if that's what people are thinking. Because uh, that's 100% what people think all the time. But, you know, I, I watch it too and I'm like, well, you know what? I, I can see that because that's sometimes how things look on the show. And it's, I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from the show and say like, oh, I'm misrepresented or anything like no, that. No, but no. it's just, it's like, obviously, you know, it would, it, it might be boring. <laughs> to it's the true. other way around. So yeah. uh, for your entertainment purpose and value, you know, like that's what it is. But I mean, it's it's still it's it's yeah, but the, it's the, also the truth is still coming across. But like it's all still I, real. But I'm not. I'm. But you're saying it in a subtle way. Y- yeah, I might mean, not make it on TV. Yeah, I mean, I also, I mean, it's also we've. I have talked with Stassi like on, on like her podcast, just in general that uh, we sometimes just because we're people that can be self-deprecating or laugh at ourselves sometimes mm-hmm. that we 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 do have sticks sometimes oh, and yeah. and we make fun of ourselves and some of the things like Tom and I will like make fun of ourselves about like our sex life just because we've allowed people <laughs> friends and whatnot into that realm yeah. a little bit that they will have opinions about it and oh you guys never have sex and we're like what's sex we don't even know what that is I and think we're, it's we're funny and it, yeah to us it's funny but people take things at f- like face value just like so often and with just such lack of humor and, and any awareness on that end of things that it's it it gets frustrating at times because it's i like, love a good shtick Listen, i do too i do alcohol shtick and clearly i don't drink but um <laughs> You don't. Yeah, I you mean, are sober salad. I am. Uh, yeah, I, uh, mostly I drink tea and go to yoga <laughs> and uh, eat organic food. Sames. Yeah, I sames. eat organo cheat or, organo <laughs> organo. I eat organic Cheetos and um, organic macaroni and cheese. Do you know what's hilarious, though? pizza. Those things exist, and people think they're better just because they say organic. No. Okay, so maybe you're not getting pesticides, or the person that, like, picked the cheese or the vegetable or whatever it was from the grounds, like, but because they touched it with whatever. Maybe you're not getting that shit, but... It's still not good for you. It still does not belong in your body. You're still eating powdered cheese mixed with pasta. Yeah, which you should Organic have, doesn't matter. But I don't... But that's why I don't eat the... I eat just regular Cheetos. Yeah, or, listen, if I'm going to eat Cheetos, <laughs> I might as well save the money and get the cheap ones. I'm not going to spend organic for Cheetos. Except, it's all bad shit but, going into your body. But you know what? But just... I love Pirate's Booty. It's delicious. My favorite... Yeah. F- I mean, that's not popcorn. My favorite food is popcorn. Yeah, do you like the skinny pop? No, I like regular popcorn, and then I pour a lot of butter on it. The skinny pop is really good. That's I will eat an entire huge oh, bag like the of bag. it. Well, I like to pop my own because then it's warm, and then I like to melt butter, and I like to pour it over it, and then I like <laughs> to make layers of popcorn, and then pour butter, and then another layer of popcorn, and then more butter, and then just really saturate it. And then just like feel your like arteries just Listen, close shut. It's not <laughs> that bad, though. No. Honestly, in truth, Listen, your I body, eat a lot of fat. and Your I think body can process... Like, like when people eat, eat margarine or like some skim milk, it's like eat eat the full fat stuff because your body can process that better than it can chemicals. Exactly, your body cannot ca- process stuff. fake shit. So while you think that you're skipping the calories and the fat, meanwhile it's slowing down your metabolism. Your body yeah. doesn't know what the hell to do with it. You're not digesting properly. So what are you doing to yourself? Exactly. It's like a, It's almost like it turns into sugar. It I don't know. 100% does. It's, I like fat. The only thing I can do with it. It served me well. Not that I'm skinny. 
by any means, but you are skinny. Shut no, up. but I'm, I'm like just looking saying at your like shoulder, like you have like a, your muscle cut right there. Oh, well, that's my hair. No, it's right here. That is. I have a shoulder a, muscle cut. That's a muscle. Listen, that was from Pop Physique when we went, but it's that's gonna slowly die. Wait, the, Rachel, that was your duty as bridesmaid. <sighs> Listen, but I fulfilled it. You did. You Until did. Till the bitter you, end, and then I broke my arm. You hand. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, I know. Now, guess guess how many times I've been to Pop Physique since that's happened? Zero? Zero. Yeah, me neither. Can I borrow your DVD? Please? I think that we can go do it. No, I think I can do it. I think I can go and just do it with my own. I suck puppet. I got to figure it out. When are you able to keep your arm, like, not have it be above? It has to be always above. It throbs instantly. It's also, so one of the techs that put, it, um, put this newest cast on said that when he was training, they put a cast on everyone's arm just to, like, see what it felt like. And he was like, even if you don't have an injury, when you have the cast down, it starts to throb just because it's heavy. Yeah. But, so, Kate, so, I'm here with my sock puppet and my stupid mesh <laughs> ring fingers coming off. And I, listen, I don't actually, I don't really feel that bad about myself because I have, you know, I dated someone in a wheelchair and so I see what it's like to, like, really struggle. So my arm is like, meh. And I think about people that, you know, went into war and shit and then lose an arm and they have to go back and live in their home for forever with that one. So I'm not really complaining, but it is kind of difficult when you experience not having one arm. But then I think sometimes when I'm like in my like, you know, apartment doing my stuff and like complaining, I do really think about this. I actually really do think about like my friend Katie went through something actually really fucking traumatic, not just falling off a bike and breaking her hand in Martha's Vineyard and then just being like, oh, I can't wash one of my armpits. <laughs> so you've uh, Katie basically broke her body but I've never really heard the full story you have not no I've heard it from like Kristen and Stassi half-assed how okay well I, I know you were on a skylight and I know okay well so Katie really went through some shit and how she doesn't have PTSD I, I don't, don't know. know well that's not I, well, she might have PTSD yes. uh but uh, I mean granted also I'm not someone that you don't complain about shit. No, no, yeah. I don't complain about shit. And I don't like to talk about myself yeah, a whole lot. You're right. I'm not you don't. Like, well, yeah. this is what happened to me. Listen to what, listen to things about me because I'm so important. <laughs> I'm really not that person. I like. But it's kind of oh. important because for some people that would define the rest of their life. Um, for some it people has. that happened. Right. And it, and, and, and it has. And that's why I. I I actually I I like to talk about it because I would love to hear it because you actually never was, talk about it. It was a pivotal moment in my life. I mean, it changed me for you know it, it rerouted me, rewired my thinking, everything, and I'm I'm grateful for it. So uh, yeah, it was back in 2009, Not November of 2000. Wow, I'm coming up on seven years. Living in LA? No. Oh, from your injury. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's about your Oh, my God. I thought we were talking about me. No, I know, but I'm thinking, but that didn't seem no, that I, old based uh, on the, the, the time frame of when Vanderpump Rules started. Because uh, you got injured right before it started, basically. No. Uh, no, it was, I had uh, just finished my training at SIRS right before I was start. That's what it was. was. Like, supposed to start actually working, like, actual real shifts at SIRS. So that's yeah. what it was. But, uh and you were like, guess what? I can't do it. Cause, um. <laughs> well, so, yeah. So I, I had done my training. I started for a couple weeks. And um, it was a Sunday. And I was supposed to start my real, like, first shift. at start on Monday. But Sunday night, I went with um, a couple friends. We went to, actually, this guy that I was kind of seeing at the time. 
Um, but also with one of my other best friends. And he had just moved into um, an apartment in Koreatown. Hey, listen, Koreatown is Shout nice. Shout out to Koreatown. No, it is nice. I, I, do, do you know how much I'm obsessed with uh, Korean beauty products? Yeah, and the Korean spas and Korean food. Well, not Korean spas. The list could Russian go on. Russian spas. Whatever. Um, like Korean spas as well. But uh, so, yeah, so we were just having like a... A regular chill night. We were playing Monopoly. Ooh. We were baking some cookies. Yeah, just really gambling and just doing it. We were... Shit was lit. Yeah. So... Oh, wait. It's creating a ring on your rug. It's okay. Okay. Wait, is it? Yeah, it actually is. I don't really care. Okay. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> so, um... So, yeah, we were uh, just chilling. And um, my friend Johnny, uh, he, he had, like, a, a nice, like, Canon camera. And he was... It was fairly new, and so everywhere we went, he'd always, like, take pictures, and we're like, we should go on the roof and, like, kind of, like, try to get pictures of the, uh, you know, because Koreatown is close to downtown. So, like, we could maybe take some pictures of, like, the skyline and practice with, like, open exposure and, like, some light trails and and all that. And so we were hanging out up there, and um, there was these these big skylights up there, like, probably, like, six foot at least by, like, Three feet. I mean, they're massive. Big, yeah. And they were right above uh, the staircase. So I was like, oh, well, let's see, like, if we can get some light coming from, you know, from underneath and see what kind of pictures we could take. So I actually uh, told him to sit on the edge of it and, uh, like, kind of, like, like lay back a little bit, not lay on top of it entirely. Yeah. Like he was, like, there was, like, a, it was raised up, maybe about three feet, and there was, okay. like, kind of, like, a like cement like frame around it that like you could kind of perch your butt on a little bit so i was like just sit on that and then sort of just like lean back over it i mean this is a massive skylight yeah johnny weighs probably uh 100 pounds at that time i probably weighed like 120 pounds because this was like seven years ago (laughs) r.i.p but um so yeah so and then i kind of like straddled him more or less and was like taking pictures of him and whatever and then um the the sky that kind of because it was like a dome shape yeah it almost kind of like dented in on the side a little bit and i was like oh shit i was like oh my god what if this broke and then that was like the last thing i remember saying and then it broke because then it broke and he fell i fell he fell too yeah um and so it was the, the entire building was six stories right uh and we're on the roof and then because the skylight was uh, right above a stairwell, and it, had, it was one of the stairwells where it was like, it was like a staircase, then like a landing, and then a staircase. Yeah. So there was like a bit of like a, a gap. Like a spiral or, thing or whatever? Yeah, kind not like a spi- Yeah, but there was There's a, a gap where you could fall you through. You could like look over the, the hand railing and like and see, see the all the way down or up. So we fell through, and we landed between the fourth and fifth floor. It was about 25 feet. And um, what I'm pretty sure has happened, I, had, I hit my mouth on the handrail that was wooden. And that's, I pretty much don't really matter. I have this like weird, foggy, almost dreamlike that's memory so of like feeling cold and like them like moving my body around and then being like in ICU and like seeing my friend Johnny on like a hospital bed next to, like it, it was, it's really super like foggy God, and crazy. I don't remember. But then the next day I know I woke up in ICU and I remember seeing like my family and friends come in and um, I was on like, so much morphine that I'm like, hey guys, <laughs> and they're all looking at me, just like probably freaked so out, freaked out, and I'm like, mom, 
hi <laughs> i'm just i'm just like hey meanwhile i didn't realize that they hadn't like i busted my face open and like they hadn't sewn me up or anything like that so i probably looked just really Scary. freaky yeah uh so yeah, it turns out i had um broken my jaw in two places like right at like the uh where the joint is yeah. you know yeah know yeah and then uh down on like uh kind of near my chin yeah and then um i had broken like pretty much all of my ribs and all of them. You managed to get all of them. That's impressive. I mean, pretty, pretty. I mean, they were like Another some, big some, event. some were more broken than the others. And then my like shoulder clavicle area right here. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So I can resonate with you where it's like I didn't have a cast on. Obviously, mm -hmm. they can't do anything for that. But yeah. I had to have a sling and have my arm up all the time. And yeah, I, like, what do you do? I couldn't show up here. I couldn't sit up in and out of bed. I could not do anything uh my mom oh, anyways i'm skipping it but uh but the, the the scariest part of it all was that um and the reason why i was in icu is because i had a brain injury it was a subdural hematoma which was um bleeding of the brain and uh wait, Balls. the back yeah the back portion and of my what, brain what happens with that um so basically they had to keep me in icu to monitor to make sure the bleeding stopped Mm -hmm. And then just to make sure I didn't like seizure or anything like that. So once I was like, everything was like stable and the bleeding had been stopped for a little while, they moved me into another area. And then I remember being wheeled down a hallway <laughs> and parked somewhere. And then they stitched me up and then I was wheeled and parked somewhere else. And then they wired my jaw shut. Damn. Yeah. And um, you and Kanye. <laughs> Through the wire. God, so much alike. Dude, I listened to that song a lot. I'm not going to lie. I did. I would if I were and you. And I would actually, I sang along to it because. Uh, listen, I, 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 I listened to like, with a broken wing, she will <laughs> sing. I actually have never listened to that, but I remember the song right now. Oh, well, yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. Well, uh, the good news was, okay, so I was wired shut for like six weeks. So, and like I Thanksgiving, this was like a couple That's weeks before Thanksgiving. Definitely didn't have Thanksgiving dinner. I had uh, mashed potatoes and gravy and some turkey blended. Everything was kind of my favorite food. A blender, so. But do you know what was kind of cool? Was I had milkshakes all day long. But I really miss chewing. I really wanted a cheeseburger. I really wanted yeah, and everything. And um, I just yeah, you you learn how to talk because I I started sounding like this like yeah. i could talk with like a mouth shut like this weird i oh, know it's so yeah, weird she's right? talking right now like without moving it's her mouth so weird like a request. this is how i did talk for like a really really long time yeah but i had uh also like knocked out like these teeth down here so i had a nice convenient hole for a straw but um listen i i great. like i i was on that liquid diet for a really long time i lost I think almost 18 pounds. Jesus. My leggings did not fit me. Okay. Damn. Like that was crazy. But I, I was never, I never once like was bummed or hurt. And this was like, I was still like pursuing acting and modeling and all that. And you would think that this would bring a person down. Like, to yeah. make, you know, and I didn't, like, I just remember like feeling positive and feeling like, looking at it like okay this is going to make me a better person some way somehow mm -hmm. like this mm -hmm. like being uh, being 24 and you're faced with your own you know yeah mortality at that age like yeah absolutely um and, and and it's weird to say that you got lucky that you hit the fifth and sixth floor because certainly it wasn't lucky well my friend was luckier because he 
basically walked away with muscle contusions. And I always tell him, I'm like, I think I broke your fall. And he's like, no, you didn't. I swear. I'm like, and he, I'm sure he, he didn't want to. Are you like, guys still friends? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we, um, like through like my recovery and I think that he was there, but like, I mean, we eventually kind of like sort of like sort of not lost touch, yeah. but we just sort of separate. He's now married with a, a kid and it's yeah. great. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it, when I came back, I, I wanted, you know, I, I came back and I was like, I, I don't even want to audition anymore. Like yeah. I want to, I like life can be really, really short and yeah. I want to be in control of my future. I want to know that if, if I'm giving 100%, I'm going to get 100%. Yeah. And I just felt like pursuing acting and modeling, and I already was struggling with the whole, uh, you know, it being sort of uh, were you waiting subjective. For someone, yeah, well, were you waiting for someone to tell you yes or no? And so you your know, whole I, life is another people's I hands. I couldn't handle, like, everything that I worked for to be subjected to the point where I was like, oh, well, the thing is, like, you're really great, but, like, because of the, the guy we chose, the girl you're chose, or something like that, this other person would just look better. I mean, it, would, it came yeah. down to like the most ridiculous things. And so, I mean, that's when I just started making a lot of changes and refocusing my attention. And yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 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 it was. I'm insane. impressed by you for that. Like, I feel like you don't, I mean, granted, I didn't know you at that time, but, I, but you never talk about that. Honestly, I only knew about it because Kristen had told me. I don't, I honestly don't think you've ever mentioned it. Kristen likes to tell the story a lot. She does well. Kristen, only no, only Kristen's because the, she's the town crier, and I love her well, for it. Only be, and I and I love this about her. Only because she just is so moved by it, and just like because it's moving. And she, I'm moved by it. Yeah, I think it's incredible. I mean, it, it's literally like I genuinely think about that when I complain about like my hand. I'm just like, Katie fell through a skylight. Like that's insane. Well, that's I where fell like, off a bike. I mean, I'm just not really mm-hmm. done with that street uh, street cred now. <laughs> well, that's where the PTSD kind of came into play because it was like this this crazy thing happened to me that mm-hmm. I, I was processing obviously, but I didn't want to focus on the, the negative things that it mm-hmm. might, it might bring to me, um, that I just wanted to focus on the fact that I'm so fortunate and lucky yeah. that I survived something like that and am not paralyzed and I'm, and I'm yeah. fully recovered. And what I mean, all of that, like that is remarkable to me. So sometimes, yeah, like PTSD, like I, I, de- I dealt with like a little bit, of depression that I kind of like just self <laughs> like you learned how to out? deal with. Yeah, yeah. And, and everything like that. But yeah, it, it, it gets hard sometimes when, you know, that's sometimes why I don't often talk about it because like, I don't mind sharing it with people. But then some people are like, oh my God, like mm-hmm. they have this like very visceral reaction. And sometimes when they react that way, like I, you get like, oh, I get like, was it that bad? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, so I, I am, a, I'm very much control and and have a, a, of myself and my body and my mind and everything so much that that's why like even for instance on my wedding day when everyone's mm-hmm. like but you're so calm that's when I was like um I'm kind of freaking out now a little bit because I feel calm because I've almost in some ways stuff. meditated in my own way on something yeah. and then and then so for everyone to like have this again reaction to the way I'm reacting about things yeah. it's just yeah so. Yeah. Well, I think it's just what we were so proud of you. And so, like, it, it could have been so different, you know, especially with yeah. everything going on. But I think that I think that going through stuff like what you went through makes you have so much more empathy and, and, and just understand, you know, you can get through anything, I sort of think. And I think that you have more empathy for other people. And, like, if, you, if you've been through that, then I don't know. Like, I, I always think back about this, and I, I talk about this a lot, but... 
But when it comes to my arm, like I think about, you know, I dated someone for two years that wheeled around in a wheelchair. That 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 he was standing on the end of his driveway, and a, and a car came and hit him, and then left him paralyzed. He was a 19-year-old guy that was like, that fucking sucks. That's, like, but those like, are that's like, and so I think like every time like my hand hurts, I'm just like, ah, suck it up. Like know, you, you were you were with him when you had to like we like. You know, when you couldn't, like, we would travel to New York, and, like, it's, you know, New York's an old city, so, like, restaurants are not, like, that accessible. So we'd have to find, like, you know, the, some of the cooks or the, the whoever, we could carry him into, like, certain parts. Of the, so we could just experience things like normal people. Like, mm-hmm. so when I'm, like, washing my dishes or, like, doing dumb shit, and I'm, like, I'm putting on my clothes, I'm like, this is terrible. You have only one arm. I'm like, uh, dude, go fuck yourself, mm-hmm. Rachel. <laughs> like, really, it could be I mean, so much it, worse. That's that's something I try to remind myself every day because there's there's, I don't know why that you got lucky, I man. I didn't end up in a wheelchair, and when I, you know, when I, and that's something that was really hard for me when I see people in wheelchairs or I see people like seriously mm-hmm. uh, with, you know, debilitized in that sense that like I'm like. I would feel guilty. Yeah. And yeah. I and I tried not to feed into that too much and that's how I felt like I kind of like was able to like overcome a lot of the PTSD yeah. stuff was just because I I just did not want to allow myself that because I just like I should be grateful, I shouldn't mm-hmm. feel guilty and like and that's kind of what I just focus my attention on the most. I think but I think that's good though because I think that you know, you know what, my pain is temporary and some people have lost limbs and shit. So you're like, well, uh, I should be grateful. No, and that's but yeah, but but trust me, like, it's terrible. It's it's hard to understand why people are paralyzed mm-hmm. for a lot less or for something just as you know that that yeah, and you I, get and really I, lucky. And I walk away like that's that's what I'm talking about. You feel is, like, guilty for it. I would feel guilty oh, being like, well, why why was why did I get yeah. so lucky? And not that I would prefer it the but other way, but it's just like you can't. But help you did, yeah, but you're think right. You did way. get lucky. Yeah, especially once I was entirely healed and I came back and like just oh fuck, that's gotta be yeah. hard. It I was feel really guilty. It was really really not hard, that you should, but, but yeah, no, but it was it was it was hard, and I don't deal with the PTSD as much more because I just was like. You cannot focus on that, like perspective and and compassion for those people is what's mm-hmm. important. Um, but you should feel extremely uh, grateful, and that's kind of what I had to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that was the, that's that's this form of freak, uh, form of thinking I had to su- subscribe to in order to to get over all that. Yeah, has any of this ever been on Vanderpump Rules? Have you ever talked about it on there? I've talked about it a lot. It Did is it air? Not. Aired. Okay. See, th- this is what people would want to know because I feel like that's like one of the main things when I think about Katie. Besides that, I think that you're a great businesswoman and you're beautiful and you're smart and all that shit. I think like, the fuck does she not talk about that? So I this is good. I, good. I, I, I do, but I mean, that's. But again, that that's shaped who I am so much. So that's that's why yeah. sometimes I do I do take it to heart a little bit the way I'm talked about or sometimes the way I am portrayed or or thought of because it's just. See, I, I think I am people a, think I'm, I'm like, I'm a, like, sometimes I'm like, I'm a person that's been through some shit. Give yeah. me a fucking break because I have some perspective on life and I approach things differently than most people would agree yeah. with. Doesn't make me incorrect. It makes me who I am. But I think people that, that watch Vanderpump Rules would want to know the backstory. I think that, I think that would be. Yes. You should, well, you're talking about it on my podcast, but you should talk about it on <laughs> Saucy's podcast too. I'll talk about it whenever. But because I think yeah. it makes you like, uh, it's important to know who Katie is. Because I feel like a lot of your storylines are like based off of other things that happen. Not that I came up with that, my producer did, but it's mm-hmm. true. Now that I think about it, I'm like, you know, uh, 
it's not like Katie, you know, Katie had this moment. It was that Katie reacted to a moment. Right. And so I think that people don't get to see who you are as much. Well, unfortunately, my reaction to things is who I am. Yeah. I, I don't think people are it's for the most part calm unless you're drunk but hey listen well uh okay there's those things but sometimes it's just maybe it requires a sophisticated form of thinking i don't i don't (laughs) know i mean it's just i wish i wish it was uh more i'm the same way i would never listen i just think people want to see me react the way sometimes kristen does or the saucy would or the way jacks would or something like that where i react in a way that's very different the way i approach things the way i talk about things and just in general I just, I'm a very different person. Yeah. I think I'd be the same way if I was on the show. Yeah. Well, first of all, I, I, I would be very boring as a main character because I would probably react always the same way you do. I would never even have anything to go off of. So I get it. Meaning like you're just, you think through things and you just talk like, well, I think, I think sometimes reactions are more telling than actions. I think sometimes the yeah. way people react to things tell me more about someone than the way they act on things. But then again, I don't know. If I was being followed always, and like J- when John and I fight, I could definitely like take down, uh, fr- frankly, a continent, I think. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if, if, if I was actually on the show a lot, if I could actually even be anything other than just like, oh, let me just like make a joke. Like I, I don't think... I think it's hard to be that ter- sort of. Well, I, I especially if you're level-headed, like it's hard to like produce. It it, it is, but um, I was because because I was one of those people that I would think before I spoke. Yeah. And I would observe. And they definitely don't want. And I observe before I judged or yeah. I had an opinion, and I was like that, and I was just like, well, it's not that I don't have a thought process and and thing, but I think yeah. I'm like I just think maybe just to get my opinion out there. Mm-hmm. I should put those thoughts in in my mouth a little more often yeah. and not wait so long to, you know, just, I mean, that's just like who I was for a long time because I, I had to like alter that for a while because I did have, a, and I, I, I do now, and I still always had, but I had control of a really sharp tongue. Yeah. And um, that was something I had to get in control. But then when I went back on reality, reality TV again, I was just like, well, rather than, I almost had to like retrain my get myself again just to like not have that filter. Yeah. I'm like, no, but I have these thoughts. I have these opinions. And then the moment would pass that I was just like, no, but I want to get my opinion and out that's there. What's and, hard. and it's like, things are so accelerated that I was like, I need to, I need to just say what I'm thinking mm-hmm. and not. And that's what's hard myself. when you're filming like, and this is not going to like screw up the re- reality show because granted Vanderbilt rules is very real. And I will say that it is very fucking Real. Yeah, I'm not saying it I. It never I, even I, works when they try not to, when they yeah. try to bring people. I might like know. I might know. Stress saying like, oh, I just decided to start acting. No, I just, no, I no, just no. started realizing that like. No, but the point mm-hmm. is that if you're in a group of, uh, sometimes four to six people, mm-hmm. whatever. The only way to get attention or to to make a point when there's a camera on is to literally like scream over people. Scream like like stop people with your hands and be like, I have a point to make. Otherwise. You're th- you're not making a point, so you have to really like, and that and that might for some people yeah. like that's I'm not capable of that. I, I I was capable of it, but I trained myself just in regular <laughs> to not do that. But then I was just like, well, no, I have a lot of opinions about these things, mm-hmm. and I'm doing myself a disservice by not talking about those because I think 
I should share my opinions and thoughts. Yeah. And and if I, I and if I'm not just speaking up and interrupting people or something like that, then they're not being heard. And they need to be heard because. But that's okay it's though important. because that's you. Because if it yeah. was because it, if it was all like you, Stassi, and Kristen all just being, you know, someone has to be the straight man or someone has to be the not everyone can fight over each other otherwise it's like watching the view or something and it's like I, that's i mean i will i will never be as um as like a, like uh what am i trying to say uh abrasive yeah i want to say but not, they're not abrasive but it's like they're more ab- they abrasive confi- than i am they feel confident interrupting a conversation frankly there were certain points where i felt like um <laughs> Super, um, sorry, I just dropped my, one of my little, like, finger things from my sock puppet just fell off. <laughs> but there were certain points, like, for the first two years I filmed Vanderpump, where I was just like, I guess I just react to what someone says. Like, I didn't get it. Like, I was like, Kristen's talking to me, and then i just going to listen. And then, like, when I learned later that you have to interrupt a talk, even then I was like, like, I feel like I, I definitely would never feel comfortable to, like, shut people up, but I... I knew that I had to speak louder or make, you know, whatever joke I was going to say or whatever louder than I would normally do. Because in real life, we don't all talk over each other like that. But we all have those same opinions. Right. And so when the camera's around, we have to all talk over each other and make sure the point is made. And so you oh, have yeah. to heighten who you are, I guess. And I, I mean, w- yes. Yes, so just, just because otherwise I may as well not do the show and mm-hmm. just like go live in a hole. I mean, it's like, what do you mean? The, no, you're like one of the greatest parts of the show. No, no, I'm just, I know I'm just saying like, I, I couldn't continue just like, uh, observing and thinking before I speak, like the thoughts are all there. Yeah. My opinion is there. I had yeah. to just put it in my mouth to yeah. get it out there. And like, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's the only way, because if you miss the moment, the moment's passed. Yeah. You can't ch- later change your mind and be like, no, but I have opinions. All of a sudden. That's basically what like, reality TV is. It's like, like in I had real to, life. I have to accelerate my process in my yeah. head. Like, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm still, like, thinking about things before I say them. I'm still processing the information that's in front of me, but I'm doing it at hyper speed now. Yeah, you have to. Because that's what reality TV is. It's like, you can't just, like, think about it and be like, oh, I should have told my friend. It's like, you better think about it in that moment and say it. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. No. So it's reality but hyperspeed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's, All right. It's not, well, it's, it's not changing an opinion. It's not forcing no. an opinion. It's just basically just like putting... React, reacting quicker. Just Exactly. Putting those thoughts right inside my mouth and saying them. Yeah. Anything else you, you would want people to know about you? Because I want people to know the real Katie. Like, I don't watch the show enough to know. I mean, I've watched it enough and obviously I'm on it, but like... I mean, I, I said because I, I have a special place in my heart for Katie, so I <laughs> oh. want people to know Katie. Katie, I have a special place in my heart for you. Thank you. Uh, I mean, it's just more or less recap. I, I mean, like I like, I hope people know that I have a big sense of humor about yeah. uh, myself and my relationship. And you're actually like and really cool and forgiving too. Oh, uh, my patience and forgiveness is like, I, I don't know. I've been, I've been, I don't know if it's just like, as I've gotten older, I've been less uh, giving with my forgiveness, if you will. Like mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm getting to the point where it's just like, listen, um, I know myself. I know my life. I know who I want in my life. And if you are not one of those people that, in my eyes, is disturbing or something. Yeah. Then I don't have any qualms about 
not cutting people out, but just not putting as much importance into people anymore. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's not the thing. But I think it's just, um, I think people need to know that I'm, uh, I'm aware of, yeah. of how I'm portrayed and I don't always necessarily agree with it because I think I'm someone that's kind of maybe not complicated, but there's a little, it takes a little more understanding to, to yeah, totally, you got a story <laughs> to get on board with it. But, and also there's also one thing I'll say about the ultimatum thing. Cause uh-huh. uh, I think people think it's, uh, Oh, the Tom I forced, ultimatum? I forced Ooh, I want to know about that. I don't know. I didn't watch I it I forced enough. him. Oh, oh she had to force him to marry you. Listen, you can't force anyone to marry you. Agreed. You can't force anyone to do anything. Yeah. I know how Tom is. Tom, and not to sound basic, but he's a Libra, and he's like the most Libra there ever were. Like, I sat there with him while he debated over the simplest things in life. Yeah. Just because he could... He, he, he struggles with decisions. Yeah. And because I just knew that our, um, I, I wanted our relationship to progress. Yeah. And I know he did as well, but I know like with a lot of things, he needs my help making decisions on. I know that this is one of those as well. But that's so, a relationship. It's like, so a, it's like leading someone in a way that. Yeah. So for me, it was just like, listen, I'm not going to let you dawdle anymore. Yeah. And like, go back and forth over like something that I know you want and I want already. So I just, I, I like, it was my way of helping him. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't anything. forcing him into anything. It was going to happen regardless, but it was just like, I deserved for him to not be so uh, wishy. Oh my God, John, what, what did you, you do, do the same thing with the socks that Tom does? Oh my God, that makes they me feel both have, so. They both have Aspergers. Oh I'm certain <laughs> that both Tom Schwartz <laughs> it always and makes John Lee have Aspergers. So, it makes me like feel itchy almost when they yeah. like the, the 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 toe of the song sock hang like way it's out annoying. there. Anyways, but yeah, no, uh, just for the record, like I did not <laughs> force him into doing anything, I, yeah. and I and I didn't think by the ultimatum that he was going to end it or anything like that. But it was just kind of like, okay, honey. um... We're getting older now, yeah. and I think like we both want this. So like, let's be serious now about our relationship. And you know, we've already gone through a lot of shit. But so let's have both to do, do that us for each other. We, we <laughs> do Listen, he's John makes people, me better needs, about things. And I make him better about holding. things. We need, need yeah, but everyone. But, but even if you think like you're handholding Tom about something, he's probably handholding you about something you don't oh, realize. About a ton of things. But yeah. this was but this was something in particular that yeah I needed some handholding on, and I wasn't having my hand held. So I think he needed more and it worked out <laughs> honestly it does i have like, no it, idea i've no one's perfect listen hey, John, Rachel, i think i've drank a bottle of wine thanks uh, as well you should okay as well you should listen john has held my hand on many things like john like john is like the biggest critic on my career and because that's the most important thing to me as sad as that sounds uh it means a lot to me it's i don't know why i care so much about making it in comedy and whatever and because it's what you want to do and you should care about the yeah, things that are important like, too. Yeah, but I care like really intensely about it. Like more Ooh, like, okay, you I know, like some girls care about marriage. I think there's not about, I, not you, but you know, some girls are just like, I have to get married. I'm like, ah, fuck marriage. It'll happen. Comedy. <laughs> you know, I think it's, it's very intense for me. And, and he's been so great because he actually doesn't coddle me. Like John's like fucking mean about it. And it's, it's been in a good way though. It really has been as much as sometimes it hurts my feelings. Like he will be like, Okay, so I, I had already made it in stand-up, for example. Like, uh, not made it, but, like, I, I, I was doing good shows and performing with big people. You are, yes. But 
I had never taken improv. I had taken it well, like once. So that's something if you want to get an SNL, you have to do. And he would always say, like, well, there's always improv people, like, doing this whole thing. Like, you got to do it. And I'd be like, whatever. Like, fuck it. I'm, like, already a comedian. Mm -hmm. And he would put it so much in my brain. And then finally I did it. And I went to improv at Second City. And I was like, I actually do need to do this. Like, it's like he humbles me in a weird way that, like, puts me in a place of, yeah, actually, I'm not as great as I think. Not in a mean way. But, (laughs) you know, it's like like holding someone's hand. And I do that with him. Well, no, because I think it's the same because I, like can agree with that so much because i see this like I, the way i see potential in tom uh-huh. and i just i'm hard on him too yeah and again that's been sometimes come across mean yeah but the same way he sees like you you have so much potential so he's going to be that person that's going to try mm-hmm. to like be like tough love or tough yeah. critic or like or, or whatever just because he knows your potential and he wants yeah, to see like you arrive at that the same way with with Tom, absolutely. Yeah. And I was saying, like, oh, uh, I was trying to, like, coax him into, like, like making him a better person than marrying me. But <laughs> No, but it's true, though. Like, mm-hmm. he has a decision-making problem. And yeah. Well, also, let's face it. Like, we'd also um, had kind of a particularly rough summer. Like, found out about some cheating fucking scandals. And I'm sorry, but that was that. I would not have done that. Had that, those things not um, happened? Arisen. Uh-huh. Arose. Um, no, probably not. But because of those things, I was like, okay, uh, so you regret those things. You're sorry. You want nothing but to be with me. Then um, guess what? He Make it happen. The pot. Now, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was not a threat, you know, but but I think that's... But it's, it is what it is. Listen, I um, I will say when we, say, when we talk about cheating, uh, I don't think it's a good thing. But Schwartz, to me, not a cheater. He's I haven't not. known him that long. He's so like, not... Dude, that guy is. That's why I didn't want to believe him when it happened. I'm like, that is not. He hey, it not is what it is. And body. shit happens, and he's with people. And but you know what? That's not who that guy is. It's not who he is. But you know, you don't want to marry someone who, like, really likes to go out and like fuck around. Listen, not, none of it's great, and what he did is not great. Yeah. But that's not him. It's, that is it's, not him. It's really not. But you know what? And I and I don't. I'm not okaying it or anything like that. But it's just yeah. like. I know, like, where we were in our relationship during mm-hmm. those times. And I can't say for certain that if I wasn't faced th- with the the decisions or yeah. choices that he had in front of him at those times, I wouldn't have done the same thing. So who the fuck am I to judge yeah. him? You never because, know when it's tough. Because when you're not happy and when things are going, like, you, you make impulse decisions that, of course, you later on reg- regret, especially yeah. um, with the, within those um circumstances but i just know that like i'm like well who the fuck am i to judge because i again i can't say that i wouldn't have made the same decision i hoped i wouldn't have but um but but it's not who he is it's not who he is you know and i and i i know great but it's not who he is and more than anyone can tell me or give me their diagnosis i know myself and tom in the last six years of our life more than anyone Mm -hmm. aside from tom will know so no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. And listen, you'll figure it out along the way. And of course, I, if, uh, it's not Tom. <laughs> We're married now. No, I know what I'm saying. That you'll figure <laughs> it out along the way in, start, in terms of like people not giving you advice. Like they, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Do you know what the best thing about also being married is? Like now we're married. There's no one to come along. No one's going to give us <laughs> relationship yeah. advice anymore. Like, it's go annoying. fuck yourselves. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we're married now. You can like, and everyone, and that's just like kind of like the the thing it's now. Fun. Is yeah. Like, oh, you're just yeah. Now. You survived. Everyone, 
butts the hell out of things which is yeah. really nice Ooh, because great. everyone uh having an opinion or anything about your relationship when you're just boyfriend girlfriend it's way more fluent than people when they're you know just boyfriend girlfriend giving advice to people Ooh, when they're good married point. very good point listen i think that you and tom are perfect for each other yeah and you know what's funny is like in like a billion years no just kidding in like 50 years no we won't live that long in like 46 years <laughs> i don't know whenever we'll be we're gonna be like i always do the rocking chair theory mm-hmm. like i had this uh drama teacher shout out to kyle lewis Aww. um who i uh consulted before i moved to la about like acting and all that and he's like do the rocking chair rocking chair test picture yourself in 75 years from now or whatever it is and you're on your rocking chair and you're just an old person and see if you'll regret this decision or see if you'll you know so so for me it's like i know that when tom and i are like this old wrinkly couple and we're just like still like in love calling each other bubba that we're gonna think back on these times and these critiques and these comments and and laugh at all of them see i think of you guys as buddies Mm -hmm. Like, in a good way, I always think, like, even if it, uh, uh, I can't talk about it, but when we were on your bachelorette party, when I was like, Tom's your buddy. And I know that that's, I know that's your buddy. And I know no matter what happens, like, at that's the end your of the buddy. Day, I that's think your the, buddy. That's the most important. And I think important that whoever you can live with. And well, this, I, f- I feel like people say, like, sex, yes, it's a important part of a relationship. But I don't mean buddy in terms of no, sexless. No, no, I mean, no, 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 like. No, I'm, no I, what I'm saying is I think people say sex is an part, uh, important part of a relationship. I agree. But yeah. I think a s- really strong friendship is even more important. I agree. Even more important because there's going to come a day in your life when sex is not an option. Yeah. But Tom and I was like still be laughing and listening to music and dancing and, and just being in love. And mm, we, right. we have those things, so. We're going to end on that. They really had the most beautiful wedding and they danced the cutest dance. And I can't wait for everyone to watch it. And thank you so much for doing my podcast. Yeah, it's been like four hours. No, it's only <laughs> been one th- 124. Really? Oh, my God. Well, this is so much fun. But it was a good podcast, I think. Well, I'll, I'll have more stories for next time. Yes, please come back. Of course. I love you. I love you too. Bye.